Yo, family, what's going on? Listen, real quick, got another black business for y'all. So, came across a, a, a new soul by the name of Zay that hails from Chicago. Um, and he's a new, he's an author and a poet, and he just released his new book called Just Listen. And to give y'all a little description of how the book is, um, he's a former athlete, or I mean, he's currently an athlete still, but he's a former uh, student athlete. And he basically is using this to talk about his experiences and also just things that he's seen around him. And this book is filled with poems and statements that are supposed to help you deal with different issues like your anxiety, your mental health, things of that nature. Just really how to address the world and how to reprogram yourself or how to look at yourself in a different way that'll help you better prepare yourself to deal with the world. Um, I think what he's doing is an amazing job. Uh, this is his third book, his third book release. I already see that he's working on a fourth, so he's really trying to push it out. I love, I mean, he's another example of why the pandemic was so great for our people is because a lot of people started looking and taking the time and saying, you know what, I can do that shit. Or you know what, I've been wanting to do that shit, and now I can. So shout out to Zay, man, repping for Chi-Town up there in, in Chicago. It's really great to see people turning their creativity into something, especially commerce for themselves. So, yeah, if y'all looking for something to read, check out Zay. Look out at his uh, Instagram page is Zay underscore Rose 20. That's one of the best places you can you can get to so you can uh, just track down all of his stuff. He has book. He has books on Amazon and a few other places. So I think his Instagram is one of the best best places to find him as far as his official name, which is something I should have gave uh, off top. But here we are. His name is Xavier Thomas spelled just like Professor X. So, you know what it is. Look that up if you don't know. Uh, but yeah. Shout out to Zay, man, for doing your thing. Glad you could put your pen to the paper and make some magic. Um, you know, love the love, love the journey and love the, what you're doing for our people. So, yeah, y'all give him a shout out. Y'all check him out. And, hey, the book's like only $10, bro. That's barely your lunch. Go ahead and do that so you can enrich yourself, man. Get it, get into some reading out here. You know what I'm saying? You know what we're doing in these streets. But, yeah, y'all, that's just about it for the shout out this week. So, you know how it goes. Without further ado, let's get into the show. What up? What up? What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of F.A.'s House. It's your host, your friendly neighborhood storyteller. Back at it again to give you some more gems so you can level up. I'm glad you're here because, you know, you're not here to survive. You're here to thrive. Yeah, man, Young Hefe, back to give you another one, man. I think we have a great episode ahead, so stick around. We're about to get into a whole heap of mess in the couch talk, but you know how we got to start it out. We got to hit it up with the Melon and Marvels. So, the man, the myth, the legend that I want to bring to you today goes by the name of Joseph Jackson, but I'm going to specify it a little bit more before you think I'm about to tell y'all a whole story on the King of Pops abusive daddy because that's not where i'm going now we do appreciate that man's contribution and all of his kids especially michael but nah we ain't talking about them we're not we, we ain't talking about him this time i'm talking about dr joseph n jackson if you don't know who dr joseph n jackson is that's all right that was by american design don't be mad at yourself but dr joseph n jackson is the man well one of the most notable he's an american inventor essentially he is a he is a creator, but one of the um, most notable inventions that he gave us was the remote control. And, you know, it's it's kind of ironic that a black man gave us everything that our mamas have 
threatened us to find our entire lives. You know, for generations, black children have been threatened with finding a damn remote that does not exist until your mama shows up. I promise you. Like, it, it, it's, it, we'll, we'll get into it. We'll, it's just, it's just funny that we all have that same experience. It's amazing that this man invented something that we all shared, not just Americans in their house watching TV or people around the world at this point watching TV and using remote controls to uh, manage or control the device. But the fact that black people know we are a monolith in, in a lot of ways, my nigga, because <laughs> we all, I know I've had that moment. I know it's been some shit. Listen, me and my brothers and, and my cousins would hide the remote from each other, bro. <laughs> we were we were petty as shit. We used to, because some of us wanted to watch certain channels, nigga. You know how it was. Like, we wanted to watch certain channels on the TV. I ain't, I ain't trying to press these buttons the whole time, but I will. I'm that petty. I was that petty as a kid. I was like, nigga, I, I, if I don't, if I'm not the one with the remote in hand, bro, I will make your time. I will fuck your time up. I was a petty kid, bro. I was the most, uh, yeah, I was a problem. But yeah, that was shit we was doing. We was always fighting over remote. We were hiding in couch cushions. We were hiding in different parts of the house. Like just, you could, we had rules though. Like you couldn't take it outside the living room. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't be no whole ass nigga. You couldn't take it with you. You know what I'm saying? You had to leave it. You know, there was rules. There was etiquette. We weren't savages, my nigga. We were just petty. <laughs> um... But no, it's I, I I felt like we it was it would be good to share. I've been sharing a lot of heavier topics, but um, I wanted to get into this one, man, because it's still a, a tremendous story of triumph. Mister uh, Doctor uh, Doctor Joseph, he was a he was born or he was born and raised in Louisiana. He was a um, he was in Jefferson Parish, Louisiana, um, right there by New Orleans. Now, I don't think it's necessarily in New Orleans, but by New Orleans. And he 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 mentioned how growing up he was in public school and in those schools, you know, his, he was in schools that were like 100 percent black. During one of the interviews that I looked at, he talked about how the textbooks and the, you know, the same shit we hear all the time. You know, he talked about he talked about them having textbooks that were 12 years older than that that the white schools had. You know what I mean? He talked about the inadequacies of their school when it comes to the facilities and the lack of real, like, care for them and their progress. You know, and he mentions that it wasn't it wasn't an at an, an an effort thing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's ex- he's an example of that. We're you know the kids that grew up through that situation throughout history. You know what I'm saying? Are examples that for one that doesn't even fucking matter because he still came out and figured out a way to program pieces of plastic, metal, and all types of shit, little little bits and pieces together, and to create a device that can communicate with something from a distance. Communicate with another piece of technology from a distance with the click of a button. Black people show time and time again that when it comes to technology, when it comes to invention, when it comes to science, or when it comes to you know, computer science, technology, you know, all that shit. We can excel. Not only can we excel, we can make real world changing devices. We can make real world changing technologies. We can make real world changing. And I'm not saying like fucking nobody saved the fucking world with a fucking remote. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody, no motherfucking or not a TV remote, nigga. I, I don't, nobody's, 
nobody's nobody's fighting crime with a remote. Like there's no remote man, nigga. Like it's just but at the same time, this is something that has has transformed, has inspired other technologies, has has made people's lives easier. You know what I'm saying? Like it may not be a big deal to somebody who may be able bodied, but think about how much that changed the game for somebody that is disabled. You know what I'm saying? There's somebody sitting here they not trying to roll around the whole time to change the channel, nigga. This was a big ass adventure, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? That was back when motherfuckers just motherfuckers was just losing they 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 abilities to do shit off just off the rip. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers get rickets. You know what I'm saying? Get uh, they they was getting all types of shit. So I I I think that was a big game changer. You know what I'm saying? In a lot of ways, there are a lot of a lot of benefits that you got from having the remote now. Granted, you could look at it and be like, yeah, made a lot of us lazy fucks. Well, yes and no. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to be the lazy fuck, my nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Anyways, I just, I, I, I thought this was a good good story to bring up for y'all just to, you know, on the lighthearted tip. You know what I'm saying? Of course, he dealt with the same things that we dealt, that that we know and understand to be, you know, our history when it comes to discrimination and constantly going against that that pushback. But the fact that even in that he 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 has solidified his name in history for using his wit, creativity, and skill to, you know, bless the world with a device that has been known for generations and will now be known for generations. Just more black excellence being put out. That's why these melanin that's why these 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 marvels are so are that's why these folks are so marvelous to us. You know what I mean? That's why there are Melon and Marvels, bro. They just, they're doing something that later on somebody can look back and be proud of that. Somebody can look back and say, yeah, you say what you want about niggas, but this. You know what I'm saying? Like, we we have so many examples of that, and it ranges. It ranges through so many different mediums, so many different markets, so many different uh, kinds and types. You know what I'm saying? History is meant to have us in it. History is meant to have us in it. I fight so hard to try to educate people. Like, bro, I annoy the fuck out of people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm quiet. This is the thing. I'm a quiet person. I ain't out here just walking around trying to spit random facts. Like, this podcast is the most vocal and out outward I really am. You know what I'm saying? In a, in a social aspect. I'm more of a reserved type of person. But when I do get comfortable with the people, you know, when I get comfortable with people, I do share you know, I, I I love sharing just, to them, seemingly useless information. But for me, it's like, nah, bro, you need to know this type of stuff. Everything, that when when it comes to like our Melon and Marvels, you best believe they'd be a part of that menu. You know what I'm saying? Or just random shit, just because what I believe is that it's so important for these examples to carry on. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times, unfortunately... Black history has had to be transcribed through or 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 disseminated through uh, word of mouth. And I say it's unfortunate. It's like impressive how many stories have carried through given our realities. But it's unfortunate because even the best hearted people will eventually you trickle it down enough. Word of mouth gets messy. There's a lot of writings, a lot of literature, scripture, whatever that has been covered up. And histories and just 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 people's lives and stories and examples that would have helped us, inspired us to do 
just a whole heap of different shit that would have made this shit better by now. But it's all right. You know what I'm saying? Again, that's why we have this. That's why we have this show. That's why we have that segment so that you can do that. Like, that's really what I do this part for. Like, I'm not trying to tell you everything about that person. I say that at the end of all these because I don't want that taste or that thirst for them to stop with whatever the fuck I said about them. Like, that... That means I wasted my time. Like, yeah, y'all may be doing some random shit at the moment while you listening to my motherfucking beautiful ass voice. But at the same time, there are certain aspects that I really do hope that you you sit there and you say, you know what? I need to look into that. Or you know what? I need to I need to see about this person. You know what I'm saying? It don't got to be every one of them. But, you know, I hope that you do come across that sometimes when we do this because I legitimately want you to be that person you know, in your family's lives or your friends' lives that you may annoy them a little bit. You may bother them, you know what I'm saying? But they'll thank you later on. At the time, they're not on that frequency, so it's annoying to them. When you hear something that's like a frequency difference, it agitates you at first when you don't want to receive it. You dig what I'm saying? Like when you don't want to receive that frequency or you're not geared to receive that frequency at the moment, it's an irritant. It's agitating. Think about like certain types of music or certain volumes of music. You know what I'm saying? If you're not adjusted to it, you're not going to want to receive it. And it's going to be, you're going to do everything you can to repel it in some instances. So that may be, that's where that annoyance comes from. And that's cool. It's natural. You know what I'm saying? Kids don't want to listen to shit. And I ain't calling them kids, but you know, when you're younger, you don't appreciate that. Or when you're not as knowledgeable, you don't appreciate it for what it is. But later on, they thank you, you know. If they if they are like that, I believe that they'll thank you. It happens to me all the time with certain things. So it sucks because you're not you know you're not trying to do the whole I was right thing. You was like I wish you to just listen, but who knows? So yeah, I'm hoping that out of these the melon and marvels, I want you to understand the purpose in that. That is, I want you to share these stories. I want you to look into them further. I want you to dig deep and you know research these people. Look up articles, look up whatever you can do. Go to the library, you know, find find a book on them, an autobiography. You know what I'm saying? Really, really dive into the subjects that or the or the the person that catches your eye the most or catches your your ear the most. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Because the more that, you, you know, you can tell you could tell one to th- you could tell three people and then they can tell three people, you know what I'm saying? Or they can tell their kids and then they'll tell their kids. You know what I'm saying? Their names deserve to 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 live on. You know what I'm saying? There's always a value in that. Just like in Coco, right? And there's you know that a friend of shit when it was keeping their ancestors alive, it was really to until they were forgotten. Like we, these niggas don't need to be forgotten. They work too hard for that shit. But I'm gonna get off that soapbox. Shout out to uh, Dr. Joseph, Dr. Joseph Jackson, not to be confused with. The man that that tormented the king. But here we are. Okay. All right, y'all. So we're done with that. We're going to go ahead and get into this couch talk here in a sec. Fuck your couch, nigga. <laughs> Buy another one, you rich motherfucker. Fuck your couch, nigga. Fuck your couch. Darknesses. All right, y'all. So we're going to get into this couch talk. Now, I, I, I got to admit, I have a crazy story that we're starting out with. It's a, it's, 
listen, these QAnon folks are just fucking weird, bro. Like real weird energy, real weird mentalities there. But this 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 story pretty much takes the cake as far as like their bullshit and how much they think the world needs to take. So apparently there, there's this story that came out about a California motherfucker who killed his own children behind beliefs that he received from QAnon. And it gets worse. We've seen people kill their kids over the dumbest of reasons. But this is this one. I'm telling you, takes the cake. So apparently this fucker, his name is Matthew Taylor. He killed his two year old son and his 10 month old daughter. Shot him in the chest with like a spear gun or some shit. He took him out to like he took him out to the water and he shot them in the chest because he believed that they had lizard DNA. Yeah, you heard me correctly. I didn't say that wrong. Uh, according to the reports that've been given out by by news by these news outlets, he believed that he he believed that his wife was one of the lizard people and that her her the kids that they had were lizard were going to grow into lizard people and help destroy the world. There are so many flaws here. There are so many fucking flaws. I mean, the, the, the dude was a motherfucking idiot and a perfect example of why you need to be careful what it is you fall into or what it is that you listen to, what it is that you are paying attention to. Because I even say that while you're listening to me, like I threaten somebody really sitting there like, well, do I need to listen to you? You be saying some fucked up shit. I do. I'm honest. I, I I go off the hip. I spray sometimes, but it comes with thought, nigga. I'm going to tell you that. But you need to be careful because though we can look at his example and say, you know, damn, that nigga really fell hard as fuck for that okie doke. I mean, we got Biden. So, <laughs> I mean, everybody falls for bullshit sometimes. But this this is a sick ass situation. This is a terrible situation that we have. Because this man really sat here and let people online tell him, convince him that his children were going to grow up to destroy the world. And he killed them. Like, he looked at those little lives that he helped create and supposedly had fed and changed and all that other shit. And he just took them out. Just took... They haven't... They. What's sad is they they were too young to have done anything at that point. Like they they couldn't have defended themselves, of course. And then it's like, what harm was your kid? Like, did your kids show any signs of like being a lizard, bro? Like, were they acting cold blooded? Were they just like just unnaturally just drawn to the heat and just sunbathe all the time? Like, bro, you're. I'm just saying, if that was the case, it would be signs. But the fact that you really believe that that even existed is is what's baffling me. Like, I'm trying to rationalize on your level, and I really can't. Like, I lowered myself to be there. I was like, okay, accepting the reality that liz- lizard people are a thing. I'm doubting you have examples for me, bro. I, if you, you can't even give me the receipts that I need on your level, bro, why the fuck you think regular thinking people going to be on your side when you get done killing your kids? Well, you really thought you were doing the world a favor by taking your own children out. Like, how evil did you think you're? Why, why would you? You let strangers on the Internet 
that you've probably only known of for a few months convince you of the genetic makeup of your wife. You didn't think like there was so much thinking time. You took them like you drove them to a specific location to have this done with a specific tool. You knew what you were doing. And you still decided like you like at no point during the drive, the walking, the packing, the prepping, the planning at no point. At no point did you sit there and think. This is this is this this might be wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like you, it, am I? Like I don't. I, man, listen, these white folks is crazy. That's that's just what it is, bro. Like that that motherfucker crazy. Listen, if you if after this story breaking out, you still support QAnon or something, like you, bro, you have to have some sort of a miserable life, or just that certified USDA grade ass idiot brain just sitting in your sitting in your head ain't nothing in there but air for real you really looking like a chip bag in the brain like it, it just I don't that does that 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 wouldn't make sense the fact that it drove this dude like he's a certified idiot seven days a week for what he did absolutely no no jokes but the fact that there was I'm not going to I would not be surprised if there were substantial things on there trying to trying to coax people into even believing that shit. QAnon, listen, QAnon has had people believing the wildest of things and is just really a big part of what the insurrection was. Like, listen. 4chan and 8chan turning into this shit really really was the start of the uh, of the end for them type of people. Like they just let it out. They're just letting all their hatred and stupidity out and proud of it. This is the thing I've never seen people just nah, it's been a thing throughout history. Let me not let me not front. They're just so proud of being stupid. Like stupidity is such a such an admired thing here. It's incredible. It's it it now I understand like those critiques you hear you like Europeans may even though they're not much better, but like foreigners make about um about the United States. And it's always it always went back to that. And it was like, damn, they really think we dumb. Yeah. They're not wrong. Like they're not wrong in thinking that. That's just a fucking observation. Like, oh, that's a stop sign. That's that's that, that's all they really did. So yeah, bro. That is just a special type of stupid that we have the displeasure to know. I mean, rest in peace to those babies. It sucks that they had to lose their life so early because their father was a literal piece of shit. So, man, sorry to stop y'all off with this with this heartbreaking one. I mean, it's heartbreaking. It's just such a, but it's such a, I had to share it. I was like, this is just like, it's an important message, man. You really need to be careful with what the fuck you are ingesting consistently, like, Take, that's, and that's why I always try to tell people or advocate for going out and checking other sources. Please do that. Make that a part of your regular practice. Go go to the opposite side. I know it's uncomfortable. I'm not telling y'all you got to binge watch Fox News, but it is important that you check what the fuck they are saying. Because at the bare minimum, you need to know if, if you're determined they're your, your enemy, you best know about them. That's just, that's. 
that's, that's really that's really just how this world is working. I wish we could just mind our own business, but the people in power just want to run shit off fear. So that's kind of the mode you have to be in. It's such a fucking, it, bro, the masters are wasting time, bro. We could have been like really gallivanting in space at this point. Like we really could have just been all cavalier and shit, just roaming the galaxy. But nah, we stuck on Earth because we still worried about skin color. You know what I'm saying? We still on Earth because we still worried about holding each other back because we're afraid of what they'll do if they were allowed to actually work freely amongst themselves. That is the, that, God. I just, I I, I don't know, y'all. I want segregation low-key. Like, I, I do. I just, I want a break. I want a black break, just a black break for like five, maybe 10 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I would love that. Like just a, just a black flourishing community. Just where if you go, you can like, not to where it's like, don't come in here. You'll get hung. I mean, I know the other side will have those type of policies and shit. It's like, bro, we really not trying to come for that bland ass food, but you know what I'm saying? I'm trying, I really, I really want uh, just a space, just a space, a black ass space. Cause that, I think that would be the true beginning of our of our unity. You get you dig what I'm saying? Like there's a true beginning of our unity because when we have a chance to really sit and be with ourselves, we would not have to sit here and deal with their nonsense to where we can't even fix our own issues. Because that's really where we're stuck in right now. We have a lot of internal issues that we need to manage, bro. We have issues with the hierarchy, issues with. Uh, Relations between the genders, issues between with sexuality, um, faith, religion, all that shit. We spirituality different than religion. Um, just just all types of shit. We have got a lot of kinks that we have to work out due to those motherfuckers. But we got to work that shit out because even if we get to the point where we at least work our shit out with us, we don't have to work shit out with them. That's what I, that. That's the thing. We don't have to. We do not have to. I'm not saying close the wall. I'm not saying don't at all. I didn't mean for that to rhyme. I, all I'm saying is we're dealing with them now because we have to, because we set on the mentality that we have to. And they've shown that they don't even respect the kindness and courtesy we've given them with existing with all this history without retaliating the way that would be at this point fucking justified. So I would love a space to breathe away from them, just away from them, because the fact that you could even have these lies and stuff and the just continue to push this ignorance on sources like the like that, like QAnon, and that still exists. The fact that you could still have. Uh, the clan out here, broad daylight in 4K after all the history behind them and they just do basically what America calls an effective form of rebranding. You know what I'm saying? We don't need to be in environments like that because that's showing it just a blatant disregard and just disrespect towards everybody that they've been affecting for generations. So I would love a black space where we could be comfortable, not have to see that bullshit at all. And just really get down to the nitty gritty of what the fuck we need to fix. Because, yeah, there's a leak in this old building. Goddamn. <laughs> and so we need to get the hell. We need to get the hell. We need to get the hell out of here. Like, we need to get the fuck on. So we don't have to continue dealing with stories like this. A motherfucker thinking his wife was a half lizard. And 
was her back scaly? Like, what the fuck? I, no, I'm I'm leaving him alone. But it's just like well, this motherfucker believed that his 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 wife was a lizard person, and enough to the point where he took his children's lives. This is the superior race, supposedly. But I'll I'll move on. Next up, more racial bullshit. Didn't want to bring it here, but we're here. Apparently, Uber has been discriminatory when it comes to their pricing. Uh, some people on Twitter had exposed the difference when uh, two 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 people put in the location being the exact same as far as the drop off point on the Uber app. And apparently, when a black person did it with their profile, you know, when they're seeing their profile pictures and stuff like that, it was like two times, sometimes three, you know, it was more expensive. It was almost double the amount with with some of these examples that have been popping up. People are like, oh, that happened to you too? Like, people started coming out of the woodworks. I've never really cared for Uber. I've only used it like two or three times, I think. And each time I've been like, bro, I could have just done without this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I, whenever I've ridden in an Uber, it's because somebody else got the shit. I, I'm, I do Lyft. I'm not even going to lie. I don't, I don't give a fuck how that looks. I know that was like, it had a, a connotation or, or, or an impression of being like the cheaper or the bummier one or whatever. Or they were driving beat up cars. And I'm not going to lie. Some of the cars I've been in ain't been the best, but shit. I'm just worried about getting to the destination, bro. I ain't in here trying to ride no limo, bro. I'm just trying to get to where I need to get to. Some of you niggas' priorities fucked up. But anyways, yeah, that was... I'm, it's it's not surprising that this is the issue. Like, bro, first, like I said, my experiences with Uber have all been shitty. Like, just bad performances, being making me late for shit. Motherfuckers had me late for a flight because they was over here, like, repeatedly canceling fucking rides. I was like, bro, get the fuck on. Like, I didn't need to order this shit. Um, but my uh, the Lyft app was fucking up or something. something. I couldn't remember what was wrong with Lyft, but I should have done that one. Anyways... Nah, it was just, it was, it was, uh, nah, I remember. They were basically, it was like a, I was trying to do a discount with Uber. I was like, shit, I'll give it a try with this little discount. And I was like, man, after, it was like, after all that whole ordeal, I was like, I would have been better off just paying the extra shit with Liv. I'd have been, I'd have, I should have just done that and been happy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bro, Uber is trash anyway. But now that, now that this story has come out, I hope that you niggas would be strong enough to actually, you know, stand behind boycotting them shits. I can't like I would love that. I would love for niggas to actually stop using them. There's another ride sharing app that is in almost I'm pretty sure it's in every market that Uber is in. And at this point, there are others carrying on after that. So it's not like you have the excuse of, well, I need to get around, bitch. First of all, you've always well, I won't say you've always had public transportation because that's that gets discriminatory, too. But shit, I remember riding the cats. I remember riding the light rail if I had to. I ain't telling you you got to do all that shit, but nigga, y'all could be stronger than the fuck y'all is, man. Y'all be going back to anything that does you wrong. Like, all it takes is an, is an apology and about a month of social media silence, and y'all right back on it. Some niggas probably <laughs> rode that shit today, and this, I mean, this story went viral, so a lot of people know about it, but I just really wish at least we as black people can can... They keep doing this because we've shown that they can. Like, we, we, like they've never actually been popped in the mouth. You know what I'm saying? Never actually been popped in the mouth. Motherfuckers was at an, uh, in an uproar about 
H&M, when's the last time you went and bought something from there? Be honest. Niggas was in a fucking frenzy over Gucci and that blackface shit. How many niggas bragging about wearing that designer shit? Over here matching your fucking shirt with your pants and your shoes. Looking like a fucking mannequin. Boy, get the fuck out of here. You can't dress. You're just wearing expensive shit. Them niggas clowned you again, bro. <laughs> At this point, them, them, them luxury brands that y'all be bragging about just be throwing shit together and be like, I bet these niggas gonna wear it. <laughs> I'm being honest. I'm being honest, bro. That shit be looking tacky to the motherfucker. And there's a... Oh, you don't understand because you ain't got it like that. Whatever the fuck. Shut your dumb ass up. Yo, low level, low vibration, bitch ass having. Like, it's not about that, bro. I know what is visually or aesthetically pleasing. And I know beauty's in the eye of the beholder. But, nigga, you need to behold some other shit, nigga. That shit is tacky than a motherfucker. Especially you niggas who be one note, you know, one noting it all the way down. Motherfucking match matchy, nigga. One color Walter out here, bitch. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you, bro? There are other things you could wear. There are other things you could wear. You not comfortable? I look, I ain't even mean to use this moment as a as a time to to slap on y'all niggas, but it's just I really wish y'all would get away from that shit. Or at least not at least get away from bragging about it cuz nigga, it's not the flex you think it is. You spent your income tax on that nigga. I ain't worried about you, bro. <laughs> I am not worried about you, nigga. You 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 scam with that PvP shit just to do that, bro. I am not worried about you, bro. <laughs> I am not worried about what you did in life. Anyways, Uber has been basically been asked out. They've been asked out. They gave their, you know, little sorry ass response. People jumped on them. They did the whole, oh, DM us. We'll work this issue out. Bitch, no. Always trying to handle shit in private and just make it a uh, uh an isolated incident and shit like that. Nigga, you, it's already been shown that you've done this repeatedly. It's a part of your algorithm. You put it in your algorithm to do that shit. You wanted to get extra money, so you've been pulling it out of the people who have already been disadvantaged economically. You're a sick bitch. For, and you're doing this for a service that you're doing that you're, that's supposed to, be for, supposed to be for the community. Yeah, it's a business. But it's supposed to be giving a, the community a service. And a lot of times those people are using it to get to or from work. So you breaking people over the head that there are multitudes of examples of how the, the, the scope for acquiring a piece of the economic pie has been narrowed for black people repeatedly through different means. And you decided I'm going to take extra from them niggas specifically. We're tired of our places being the most policed. We're tired of our places being the most, the highest price. We're tired of, we're tired of y'all charging us for our existence, my nigga. Stop doing that shit. We are tired of having, like, it's the, this society has made wealth as far as the acquisition of these dead fucking pieces of paper, of these ugly ass white motherfuckers. The exchange of that, being the real source of power in this sorry bitch. And then y'all use every which way to try to make sure we have the least of it. Every which way. From theft to fraud, two different things still similar in act to just restrictions to overpricing stuff to, to taking land, 
to not uh, letting people acquire land. <clears throat> this entire this entire society has been set hell bent on the mentality of restricting niggas from acquiring wealth. And you, Uber, who black people have helped you build your wealth. People put your fucking name, your branding in their songs. Talk about Uber and everywhere. Have people repeating that. Continuing your marketing for free. Nigga, I bet you didn't even have to pay him to say that. And even if you did, bitch, it don't match the impact. So what the fuck is wrong with you that you can look at people like that and discriminate and disrespect them by stealing from their people? The people that helped you get your name up. Y'all use our culture repeatedly. You use our arts and our talents and our voices to to hype yourself up, to build your products, to hype your services up that are really sorry as shit anyway. And you turn around and disrespect the very people that gave you the gift of your business life. Bitch, I'm tired of that. I am tired of that. You are a sick hoe. You a sick hoe, Uber. I hope you, bro, I really hope this helps you eat dust. I don't think it will because I don't have a faith in the majority of niggas. I really don't when it comes to this shit. Because a lot of niggas, listen, a lot of y'all claim y'all with the LGBT community, but still eating Chick-fil-A faithfully. I don't have faith in you niggas, bro. Y'all are, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I really don't. So, I don't think, I would love for you to tank off of this shit. But I also know that niggas gonna have their excuses ready. So, I'm gonna move on from that. I'm done. Had to get out, had to get that out the way. Um, next up, man, this one's for the nerds. We kind of in the game room on this one. We're going to hop in there real quick. Look, I don't know how you feel about different characters being changed to match society's outlook or the outlook of society. And I know you probably, by me saying that, you kind of get where I'm going at. But, um, yeah, if you haven't heard... DC recently released another uh release another edition of Batman Urban League and apparently in this version of uh or in this in this issue Robin comes out as bisexual for the first time in history. Tim Drake, the third iteration of Robin, if you know anything about the mythos or the know anything about uh uh the storyline of Batman and Robin, there have been, there have been technically like I don't know how you want to count it. It's been technically like six Robins, six people who've grown up to be Robin or to fill the mantle of Robin. People generally only do the four, only, only, only consider the four. And it's the four dudes. There have been two women Robins, but it's not necessarily because it's just how the storylines went. Anyways, the third one, Tim Drake, he comes out in this new issue as, as by being bisexual and people, went fucking nuts the traditionalists now this is the thing comic book lovers me being one of them comic book lovers love just just really have a hard time with with change they really do it's almost it's almost a, a an innate thing it's almost like an instinct thing they i mean that's really just human nature in general but they fall so in love with these characters, their demeanors, how they act, how they present themselves, their situations, that they want to sort of see that repeatedly. They want the callbacks. They want the references. They want 
They want so much, and, it, and it's the problem. The real problem is just the structure of how comics started, at least when you're dealing with DC, right? DC has always been the cookie cutter, sort of like conservative Republican version of comics. When you really think about it, they never, DC was never really a hard hitting social issue comic book source. It was never that. Marvel was that, which is why. I've always loved Marvel more. Now, granted, the Batman series is always my favorite, but that's because of the Joker. Just the pull of the Joker and his drive for negativity. <sighs> Not negativity, sorry. Chaos. Well, it's negative, but chaos. I, I love just his unnatural draw to chaos that doesn't have rhyme or reason because you can't pin that man down mentally. It's ridiculous. But all in all, DC, even in their, it, it, even all the way down to their character design and story, does not really get complex. It doesn't touch on bad issues. It's getting there now. It's gotten there now because they've seen they had to pick that up, um, especially with Marvel's example. But, you know, so with them picking it up, I'm sort of, I'm very proud of this, of this, of this move, especially for it being DC, um, especially for it being DC. But the real reason that I'm, proud of this is because i mean shit the evidence has been there the entire fucking time <laughs> like this nigga's been listen listen there has not been now i won't say that there has ever been a moment or a like a panel written or anything where robin did some like overtly gay shit where it's like oh fuck this you know what i'm saying like he's never it was never or bisexual shit whatever it's never been that yes he's interacted with women he's had girlfriends all that shit he just at the same time, look at how he was made. <laughs> look, look at look at everything down to the fabric of his being. <laughs> and you can see how we could kind of get to this situation, bro. Like, I'm gonna break it down for you. Hold on. Let, let me break it down for you. So in breaking this down, like it, it goes in a multitude of ways. First of all, visually, right? When you look at how bat how Batman, how Robin was drawn. Basically, up until the two thousand, up until the two thousands, that nigga kind of looked fruity, bro. He had a fucking, he had a speedo on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Robin had a tight red shirt, a cape, a speedo on, and elf shoes. No leggings, no, no kind of spandex, no type of covering over his legs. He already came in the game looking like, looking a little curious, looking a little curious. And even when you break it down to their stories, right? Or the story, at least of the first Robin, or, the, you know, we talk about like Dick Grayson, right? The first Robin, how he even became, uh, how he even became Robin, how he had the skills or how he was kind of naturally already getting there, you know, in the beginning, he was in the circus. And I'm not saying that, that anything to do with, uh, you know, being homosexual, but he was a tra He was on the trapeze. <laughs> he was on the trapeze. <laughs> This nigga was flying around in the air doing flips and shit all gracefully and shit. He might have already been by. You know what I'm saying? They might have started. They might have put that in there like, yeah, we're going to give hints. I feel like that was a breadcrumb, my nigga. I'm going to be honest. And then when you look at the story of, we know, we going to skip over Todd. We don't need to really cover Todd. He was the second one. He ain't really relevant in this one right now. We talking about, we talking about Drake right now. We talking about Robin. He came in the game a fanboy of Batman. He came in the game a fanboy. He 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 was there for the tragedy that happened to Dick Grayson's parents when they died during one of their performances due to the mob hit. 
my nigga, if we really want to go back. So he saw that and he was like, I want to be a part of that. I want to be a part of what these what these men are doing. He was driven, bro. He listen. Tim Drake is one of the better written characters DC has done. Um, he's one of the better um, developed versions of Robin that we've ever seen. Uh, he's one of the best. He, he's arguably the best version of Robin besides Dick Grayson uh, or, you know, arguable to Dick Grayson. And so he, he's been a, they're using him to to move in different angles and shit. And he has shown in the past different hints that he may have been gay. If you were really paying attention, if you were really looking at the comics, his relationship with Superboy, not Superman, Superboy, his relationship with him was suspect in certain panels. There were su- there were certain panels that had people raising their eyebrows where certain things they would say to each other didn't, they had a bromance. I'm be honest with y'all, they had a bromance. But it was... And I'm not, you know, they didn't, they didn't do anything. They ain't smooching or nothing like that. But just some of the words they would say was a lot more affectionate than you would expect or a lot more uh, cheeky than you would expect, uh, you know, basically out of a bromance. You know what I'm saying? It, it was, there were certain panels that made it seem like there was a will they, won't they between Superboy and Robin, between him and Tim Drake. So we can't, we we can't get we can't sit here and pretend like the possibility was never there. We can't sit here and act like he wasn't a a it wasn't a a a chance that he could have been gay. Robin has been suspect since he was drawn. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's been suspect since he was drawn. So if you're really a fan of the 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 Batman franchise, you would understand that this isn't really that big a hit to your culture. This isn't going to kill you. And they said bisexual. He ain't going full gay. You know what I'm saying? So he he he's still he he's still going to have the girlfriends you love that you think he might marry one day. And he might not. Who knows? Different people going to write different shit. There are always different versions. Anyways, this is exactly why well this you know People are upset about it because, again, they don't like seeing their history change. They don't like seeing their 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 characters change too much, especially when it's a side they don't necessarily agree on or understand. Um, and you got to think about it like this: like it's it's sort of it's a similar thing with how people had an issue with Ariel about to be black, and I know Haley's about to kill that shit. She's super talented, her and her sister, Chloe Fine. But yeah, these people don't see the possibilities that are opened up to these different things. It's hard because you do have that argument of, oh, the agenda this, the agenda that, everything got to be, everything got to be. Now, listen, granted, I'll give you the token that a lot of these changes do seem LGBT-focused. A lot of these changes, I will say that. I would say that a lot of these changes are more geared towards them than they are towards black people. That's my frustration, but... That's a frustration that I just understand is my reality. I'm going to continue to fight for my for just black people in general. That includes them. You know what I'm saying? I am frustrated. That it seems like there's not a black push that I'll agree with. That part of that argument is what I'll agree with. But what I won't agree with is that there's a whole agenda to try to turn everything gay. 
or everybody gay. You have to understand, black people have been trickled in to media over time a little bit more than the gay people will be. So, of course, the changes that they're going to make to try to fix that problem or correct that problem is going to look a lot, a lot more exacerbated because or a lot more exaggerated because they're trying to feel more, feel more spe- you're, They're going to pop more in your face. It's going to be more noticeable in your face, even though black people listen, black people are still fighting for represent, representation. Sadly, black people are still fighting for representation. Sadly, I hate that. That's the reality. You know what I'm saying? So I understand that, but sometimes we, we have, you know, we won't, we aren't seeing the contrast when it comes to trying to put them in and trying to put, you know, black people in. I mean, if they hit the intersectionality shit, that's, that's double whammy. Bring that shit in there. But, you know, I don't think that there's an agenda to try to just make everything gay and just or LGBT or whatever the fuck. They haven't been put in the media. Hell, really until shit, Will and Grace. <laughs> like, let's be honest. Like, it, Will and Grace, Grace is, one, is a lot of people's first uh, uh, introduction to mainstream gay type of media you know what i'm saying or lgbt type media and there are some other of course there are other examples in the past but i'm saying as far as like widely accepted like we're doing this this is just a part of our thing will and grace is a lot of people's first time experiencing that think about how old that is black people we've had it before that so it's not gonna it, again there's gonna be a contrast with our with our progress again i get it we need to see more of our shit. I feel like it is set to the side so that, you know, theirs comes up a little bit more often. We need to push against that being reality. But I'm not about to sit here and agree with that stupid ass notion that everything's about to be turning gay or shit. People are just different. People are just fucking different. There are a lot of different people out here. A lot of people's souls have not agreed with how society has been ran for generations. And it's just at this point, them souls are starting to wake the fuck up and decide yeah, I'm done with this shit. That's really what's going on. A part of it is that. A part of it is that. Now, we don't need to get too loose, too liberal with everything. I ain't saying that. As a matter of fact, these liberals are fucking off too. But it's just, we don't need to slip. I'm not a conservative. They they can fuck off. But we don't need to get too loose with it. We don't need to go too far with it. But at the same time, we need to start accepting that Souls and people are changing and growing for a different type of existence than what we are used to. Things are going to be uncomfortable. Things are going to be different. Things are going to change. You need to learn how to adjust with it and roll with it. You don't have to accept everything. You don't have to be the front runner of everything. But being the the countering force every time, being the 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 negative push every time is going to be an issue and is going to place you on the wrong side of history. That's the lie. I mean, I don't know what other what better warning you could have, but shit, that's the best I could do for your dumb ass. If you you can't you can't wholeheartedly think that and believe that I'm gonna think you're not a mouth breather. I'm sorry, I'm I I can't. I can't. They're not doing that sh- that type of shit, bro. Some people are doing too much from that side. But generally, them people just want to fucking live and see themselves sometimes, just like us. 
And for the people that just 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 have an issue with characters changing, fuck you. Y'all, the reason y'all didn't have a, we didn't get a black bond is because y'all just couldn't fucking see it. Now again, optic, uh, you know, it's not good for the optics because of course people gonna spot this black ass nigga fighting in Europe like that with all these whites. He gonna stick out like a sore thumb, but nah, bro, stop getting mad because shit's changing to look like the world that's actually existed for so long. Hell. We had to watch all this white shit. It was like, bro, come on. Y'all have had so much. You've had so much. You've had so much. God damn, you've had so much, so greedy. You can't even think of a world where you get a little bit less for a little bit. <laughs> so that people can have enough. Trash. But I'm going to leave it alone. I'm off that. I'm off that. So, the last two titles, the last uh, couple of topics we got are going to be... Uh, more on the pressing side, more on the, just the world news side, and just, just, just trying to keep the conversation so so that we keep an eye on it. But basically, shit is going on in the Middle East. Apparently, the Taliban is this is being reported. I'm not about to sit too far into it as if I know all of the facts yet because it's it's recently developing. But apparently, the Taliban has been making uh making headway in Afghanistan to 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 take over. Uh, to take over and start their regime and to uh, change their their change their way of life. This is causing international panic and international scare because there is there's a lot of bad blood and bad history, especially with this superpower and them. Um, but the the prop we're gonna get into that. There's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of fear because of the capabilities. And it's just a lot of scandal looking like just looking like between between what's going on and what what we're seeing. But I'm not sure how to take this situation currently. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I don't really know. At this point, I don't really I, I, I this is the first time where I could have looked at some things and looked at what's going on and really haven't been able to draw a conclusion yet. Like it's still, like I said, it's still developing. So I don't have all the facts. So I definitely wouldn't be comfortable giving you conclusion or a wholehearted one. Uh, you know, knowing that, but on top of that, it's just, it's such a fucked situation that I don't know what would solve it or what the end would be because I mean, it's riddled with so much backlog. The only reason we have that sort of issue in the middle East, the only reason why, those people even have the artillery, the guns, the the access, the knowledge, whatever it is that they do have and they are using to make these pushes is because of U.S. involvement. The U.S. has been fucking off in the Middle East all the way back or dating back to the Soviet Afghan war. That was basically something that was fought when the Soviet Union just decided they wanted to fuck around and invade Afghanistan. Um, they had the, uh, they had their, their resistance fighters who were, who, and also the backing of the U S that's basically where the relationship between the U S and these, uh, Middle Eastern countries began or yes. And that's basically where their relationship in this capacity began, where they started providing financing and weapons, equipment and support. They just, they, they supported them. The U S has been supporting these people. With firearms, you look back into all looking, uh, look into somebody who's referred to as Ollie North, Oliver North, 
a military member who was behind that or a member of the government that was behind um, these decisions. Uh, George Bush Sr. Again, y'all gave us his child twice. Uh, You know, look back into these people and their policies and the things that they were doing around this time. They have been given, they have been equipping this, this very tragedy we're seeing today and pretending like they have nothing to do with it. They've called them savages. They've called them all types of shit. Now, of course, after 9-11 was when basically their relationship came to a head. Uh, of course, the newer regimes, the younger generations growing up saw the United States and they actually saw how they were using their situation for profit. The United States was seeing the, the I mean, not the United States, the 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 people that the the frustrated people in the Middle East, the frustrated people who were considered who ended up or countries that ended up being labeled as terrorists, um, even though they didn't know who was controlling the player or who was actually involved, they ended up finding out they said Saudis, but anyways. Listen, those newer regimes started critiquing the US for its involvement in their situation and understanding that they're sitting at a place of privilege benefiting off of their conflict. And they decided to take, uh, allegedly, they decided to take matters into their own hands, slap a couple buildings with some planes. So we, we have this issue now where we have this tension. We have this, this turmoil between our country and theirs, and we still have their own civil war going back to, you know, like we talked about the Soviet and uh, the Soviet Afghan war. So for well over four, for well over three decades, they've been sitting here fighting and we've been instigating and helping them fight. We've been giving them brass knuckles. We've been giving them chains. We've been giving them bats with nails in it. We've been giving them all types of shit to fuck each other up. We got mad when they tried to smack us a little bit, remind us who the fuck we was. And then we started smacking them some more. And, of course, the U.S. is the, the United States' sick-ass disposition to have a military power and territory all over the place so they can analyze and, and, and siphon information to make sure that nobody's planning anything against them shows its insecurity. But we're not going to get too deep into all that. We're not going to get too deep into all that. Listen, I'm just saying we need to check into this story. We need to look into what's going on and trying to inform you all on what's currently happening so that, you know, we can keep this discussion going on because I'm not about to have these people looked at like they're just complete terrible people. There's a reason that they're fighting. It may be understood. It may be misunderstood by us. It may not be known by us. It may even seem wrong, but at the end of the day, there's a reason that they're fighting. And after looking, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I was looking at, uh, some of the, some of the, uh, speeches or some of the announcements that the leaders, that are representing the Taliban were putting out and some of the things that they were talking about was proper policy changes. Like they were like, we want for one they one of the biggest things that they keep mentioning is freedom for women. They're like, we're really trying to get it. They mentioned like them being able to drive because in some countries in the middle East driving is not something a woman can do, or at least not freely um, without the assistance or presence of a man. You got, you got, you know, they mentioned, uh, just different things, different religious freedoms. They mentioned freedom of speech, which is one thing that this place likes to brag about. 
You know what I'm saying? And that would be a big change over there because, and they were talking about, they, they even mentioned uh, critiquing through arts and stuff like that. Like they're, they're trying to emulate the United States with what they're trying to do uh, policy wise. They're try- we're trying to make it less restrictive. And I was like, Hmm, that's an interesting way to think about it. That's an interesting thing that they're presenting to the world. You know what I'm saying? So it has me thinking, how much in the wrong are they actually in this? Because I'm not going to go off of the impression that this media and this government has given us. That they're just terrorists, that the Taliban, like I'm not going to associate the Taliban with just evil off the rip. They've done some sick ass shit. But sometimes you got to do sick ass shit when you're fighting, especially when you're dealing with this superpower, the United States. Again, not, look, I'm not sympathizing with nobody. But I'm all I'm simply saying is that the reason is probably a lot deeper than what it is that we've we've had a chance to 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 see. And I hope this conflict this conflict ends soon. I hope it ends peacefully because it sucks that so many people have to live in fear, have to die, have to live in tragedy, have to live in such a violent situation and and and, and environment. But I don't know if it, it, I just, I hope something changes and I hope there's a message in all this that we can all take on. For one, it was definitely fuck this place. And then they look, there's some fishy shit going on with that. Before I get off of that, like there was another video that came out where they were saying, Oh, a military base was captured and, uh, they left a bunch of, uh, uh, artillery out or, or there, you know, they left a lot of weapons out and shit. When I say, first of all, well, I couldn't, when I say that little bunker didn't look like it was attacked, it looked like it was left intentionally. And when I say every, they had these, these weapons literally boxed up, sitting out, looking like a care package, bro. That was an abandoned base. And I have a high, high, high suspicion that that was left intentionally from somebody's orders, because I don't believe that the U.S. military, from how I understand the military to be, given that my father was in the military and I had to be on fucking bases like Fort Hood and Fort Huachuca, fucking Davis Month and all them shits, Fort Bragg, nigga. I, they are one of the most, the, the U.S. military, especially when they are deplo- <laughs> deployed, are one of the most efficient, logged, and, and, and just packing in... The, when it comes to packing, bitch, you can't do it better. I'm sorry. Them niggas, listen, listen. Them niggas can pack their shit. They they can pack a whole month of clothes in one pair of jeans. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't fucking know how. Listen, so you really want me to believe that they just left all that un just unmanned gunpower just sitting in this base? Did they not have enough room? Did they forget it was there? It's, it was sitting out in the middle of it. So that's really looking suspicious because I really do not. I do not see soldiers leaving that, just leaving that out. I really don't. Without some fuckwad type of fuckwad type of orders that they are not given a full explanation for. Because I do not. That wasn't a it wasn't a slip up. It wasn't just left. The shit was stacked up looking organized and shit. That was intentional, but I'll let the story continue to develop before I form a full opinion 
or before I give y'all too much to walk away with because it's just something about it don't feel right. But I'm going to let it go. I'm off that. I'm off that. All right, y'all. Next up, last up, man, we got to send out some prayers, thoughts, kindness, positive energy, whatever the fuck to Haiti right now. Haiti, man, is Haiti has been hit time and time again. And even when it's not being hit, it's being exploited. Haiti was just struck with a mean ass fucking earthquake. I think it was like a 7.2 on the Richter scale. That's California ain't got shit on that. Listen, I hate that that little that, you know, that that little piece of that large island gets hit so hard all the time. You know what I mean? They get hit so hard with so many different things, not just natural, but they get hit with society. If you don't know how Haiti is positioned, it's on a small island. South America, right next to the Dominican, right next to the Dominican Republic, they they are, they have been split down the road, and that has to and that goes back to who conquered what at what time. France, of course, occupied Haiti, which is why that's the dominant language there, or one of the dominant languages there. Um, <clears throat> the the uh, France had that section, Spain had the other section which eventually became the Dominican Republic. Um, they were both at one point um, different, had different versions of the word Domingo in it, basically re- representing France and Spanish. Um, I forget what the, what the word meant. Anyways, of course, Haiti rebelled and actually succeeded in uh, fighting off the French fuckers who were thoroughly exploiting the land uh, grossly doing the crops. So basically, they they tortured and tormented the land with the slave with the slave work that they had going on there because they overcropped it. And of course, they were doing tragedies in slavery. Don't let I me mean, not. I'm not skating over that like that's many. But I want you to understand. Not only did they have slaves on that part of the island, not only were they overworking them, they ruined the soil and the land that they were on. They exploited it for all of its resources. They kept planting the same. Th- Listen, if you don't know how agriculture works. <laughs> You can't keep planting the same thing in succession too quickly. Like it will, it will take a lot of the nutrients and a lot of what plants need out of the soil. That it it just it's not good for the soil. And if the soil ain't good, you ain't gonna produce much. <laughs> Real basic shit. So France did that to the point where production on that side has become limited and it's it's, it's not as easy. But skating on past that. They Haiti has been isolated, left alone by the rest of the world to kind of fend for itself when everything is kind of ran off of connections and commerce. Right. And this is after the France had raped their land where they probably could have self-sustained themselves at least a little bit better than now. Because, you know, due to due to what they did to them in the past. And on top of that, this is how sick France's bitch ass is. Listen, I like France. I like France because of. A lot of its cultural and historical influences, but not this shit. Listen, after holding them as slaves, they went to Haiti and said, you owe us money for all the the benefits we lost from y'all winning or from y'all rebelling against being our slaves. Please don't think I made that up. Look it up. And they actually had them pay them. 
They didn't stop paying them until like closer to, I think, the 2000s. France had slaves pay them for not wanting to be their slaves anymore. And they're they're just getting like they're basically just getting to the point of paying that debt off. Even though they're already not being properly compensated for their actions or for their commerce, their trade, um, their main trade system is to meet on the border of the Dominican Republic and Haiti. Their main source of commerce is to meet at the border of Haiti and the, and the Dominican Republic just for the border guards to discriminate against the Haitians. And it's easier for them to discriminate against Haitians because Haitians are darker. There was a lot more racial mixing in the Dominican Republic. And if you remember, they were still under the regime of Spain, which is still following that same colonial Catholicism and shit where they were just trying to spread real whiteness through Christianity. And so some of them niggas got lighter. So why you think so? This is why you come across instances where a motherfucker who look like your fucking cousin talking about they not black, they Dominican. Fuck off. Anyways, that this is this same thing happens to their neighbors, which a lot of them are fucking cousins. That's the sad thing about it. Colorism. It, we talk about how bad it is in the United States. Colorism is literally what's got. They deported motherfuckers like they in the in the 2010s. They started changing their legislation so that they can legally deport dark niggas. That's literally that's literally what they started doing. So but it will no. They they framed it as they basically framed it as people who weren't who were foreigners. They basically made it to where deportation was was uh, easy for them. And so a Haitian's existence on that border trying to do trade or even in uh, the Dominican Republic is so violent because they're typically darker. So it's easier to point them out. And it's on some whole real like Holocaust Germany shit where they get the the. You know, the guards and stuff constantly stop their public transportation or whatever transportation. They're constantly asking for their papers, their cards. Just so they can harass them, beat them and send them on their way. I I know I should be talking about the earthquake because it is a tragedy. We lost over like at this point, the count was like fourteen hundred people. Please rest their souls. Of course, I, I I'm not trying to skate over that aspect, but I'm just trying to really paint the picture for you of how fucked Haiti has been this entire time. They haven't recovered from the last flood they had, let alone the last earthquake they had. Bro, the world has abandoned them because they were the first example of real black independence. The United States understood that if they were to have allowed them to join in commerce or allowed them to um, fully acquire the sort of connection and wealth that they could have gotten if they were to be at least, you know, given a fair shake in the game. Not even give it. You don't even have to give them adages. You could have just gave them fair stake in the game. How do you think the, the, the Dominican Republic? Why do you think the Dominican Republic's uh, relationship is so good? Or why is it our terrible our territory? Basically, why do you think that is? Why is that? Why do we get all our best players out of there? You know what I'm saying? For the MLB. Why are we always there with certain shit? A travel spot is so beautiful, right? It's such a, it's a beautiful spot. It's a beautiful place, the Dominican Republic, in certain areas. Especially the greenery and the, and the uh, you know, vegetation out there. If you look at the map and see where it stops, it's almost in line with the fucking border. And, you, and when we go back to why, just told you. 
that ran that land's been raped and it wasn't by the people. So it's just fucked up that that country is constantly left to fend for itself. And then we always talk about pray for Haiti. We start our GoFundMe's and shit like that. And I ain't blaming you as the people because a lot of this is governmental work and these people keep failing us while they're funding and sending off equipment and, and, and helping to invoke and instigate wars in a place that ain't got shit to do with us. They're looking at this, this country, this smaller country, this less violent country, this country that's shown. I'm not even, I'm not, not this in the Middle East, but this country that's not showing any hostility is really just showing a, a, a thirst to survive. Trying to make its way, trying to figure out how to trade and or how to trade with the system that they've been set on because it's not fair. And a lot of and, I, and I'll explain it this way, because the mountain ridge to even travel to the border is too vicious. A lot of times they have to take a boat to just to go around the island to get to the border with all the stuff that they're trying to sell for the day. And it, and even when they get to that border and they get to these border markets, those markets, they it's supposed to be a a a place where the Dominican Republic and Haiti get to sit there and sell and and split the uh split the area. But again, like I told you, the guards discriminate, so they'll sit there, hold the line like some dumbass security motherfucker at the at the club, holding the fucking line, making sure these niggas can't get in. While the Dominican Republic people set up shop and, and are in there just just reveling off their their privilege, taking the best spaces, setting up, even taking more than they need. And then they let the Haitians in trickle in. To try to find the scraps. Hell, some of them pay so they can get in early. You see why we have that same model? Anyways, listen. I, I really wanted to just bring this story to your attention because, again, we need to find the best ways to support Haiti. The more we share their stories, the more people are going to hear it and the more people with the ability to do things are going to want to do things. Because this isn't right. And it's unfortunate. Some people already know this information and ain't doing shit. Ain't doing a motherfucking thing. And it's wrong. But eventually we're going to move forward and... and we need to, we need to, especially I would implore, you know what I'm saying, my niggas, we need to definitely extend a helping hand to them, extend an olive branch to them, extend, you know, ex- just, just welcome them with open arms because for one, they, they have our history too. They fought back. They gave an example of us fighting back and winning. It's it. They showed our strength. They showed our capabilities. And even today, when you think about it, they showed just the willing, just the undying urge to survive because they have been hit with stuff that nobody on this country could deal with for so long. Striking poverty from something that you have no control over because of how the world is really against you. Natural disasters almost like every three years to which you get Zero, almost no support for real. You get plenty of media attention, plenty of uh, celebrities and organizations that could do things saying they are. Listen, these people need help. They need our support. They need our love. So 
If you know anybody that may be Haitian, reach out to them. You know what I'm saying? Check on them. See if they're all right. You know, hell, buy the nigga lunch if you need to. Uh, Listen, they're dealing with a lot over there, and they could really use us being on their side, knowing that they have somebody for them because they're just trying to live. They are just trying to live in a world that is trying to kill them. This world is trying to kill people in Haiti. I'm sorry. But you, no, I'm not sorry. You know I got to be honest. This world is trying to kill Haiti, bro. Like, at every aspect of it, honestly. Nature hasn't been with them. And damn show who people haven't been with them. And the sick thing about it is, this issue we have with global warming and everything like that is just going to get worse. And they're one of the least equipped to deal with the situation and one of the most... That they're, I mean, it's already showing. It's hitting them repeatedly. And it's going to continue to do that, do that and get even worse. So hopefully we can get them the fuck up out of there. I'm, I'm, I'm done with that. I'm done. We off that. We off that. We done with our cows talk, y'all. We can move on now. Yeah, y'all. We got some people we're going to bring in this house. And by people, I mean really some cretins, some demons, some dumpster fire. One by the name of bitch-ass deputy or sheriff deputy, whatever the fuck, Detective Michael Shane Hill's bitch-ass in the Davidson County Sheriff's Office. Just go in the house. Stop looking at Get your ass in the house. Hurry up. Yeah, y'all, the reason we bringing they bitch-ass in this house is because they took another life, another black life, another unarmed black life, another son, Another child, another, just another spirit, another soul. So what took place was a Mr. Fred Cox was at a funeral um, for one of his friends that was murdered. And while at the funeral, supposedly a, a, a drive-by took place near the, near the church, uh, I think on the same street as the church. Uh, it's been unclear as to how close it was. Um, the police are trying to make it seem as if they were like shooting the building, but witnesses and you know, the people that were there are basically saying it's bullshit. Like they, they were like, it's not, it wasn't like that, but it was definitely shooting at the, uh, at the church. And so the story is, is that detective bitch ass Hill was at the funeral too as mind you out of his jurisdiction detective hills with the day as i said earlier davidson county this is in north carolina they were in high point north carolina the funerals in high point north carolina which is in guilford county so he was out of his jurisdiction he was in david he's from he represents davidson county he was supposedly there at request of the family and uh, you know, his, his superiors as, I guess, part of the uh, investigation, I'm assuming, for the friend that was murdered, the funeral that was already taking place. <sighs> Anyways, he he was he was allegedly there for that. And so the alleged drive by was at the front of the church, the front of the church building on the church street where Fred was situated. He was at the back of the church at the other end. Not near that that piece of gunfire. Fred was at the back of the church. 
And apparently when the shooting was going on, he was trying to usher the, he was trying to usher a woman and her child, her son into the church to get basically out of just out of harm's way. He was trying to get them inside. And in the process of doing that, Officer Dickhead Hill decided that he was a threat and shot him in the back four times and killed him. And then, of course, they tried to make it seem like, oh, he had a gun or he was, you know, his his defense came forward with the argument that uh, he thought he was a part of the part of the drive by. The nigga was on foot in the church. How does that what do you think this nigga is? The flash? Like, what is wrong with you, nigga? We're gonna get into all that. We're gonna get into all that. Listen. So I'm dying. I need to I need to set the stage first. So Fred was shot in the back and killed that day. It was later found out that Fred had no weapon on him. He had no gun residue on his hands, according to the autopsy report. He was no threat. Another sign he was no threat. You shot him in the back. Another sign he was no threat. He was running in the opposite direction of you, apparently. According to, you know, every piece of evidence, he was doing everything in his power to make sure to just not be a threat, to avoid threats. And somehow, in your feeble as peanut-sized as insignificant-ass brain, you found some narrative in your head to put yourself in danger, to have your nutsack quiver and your butt cheeks clench up enough to where you can have your little fickle ass fingers grip that little bitch ass trigger and you can shoot a black man dead in a church at a funeral. And he's unarmed. I don't know what you, you have, you people have no shame. Honestly, you, you have no shame because this is the, and the fact, and North Carolina, listen, I'm trying to tell y'all, like, I cannot stress this enough. North Carolina is a shitty place when it comes to handling legal situations for black people. When it comes still, even though it is growing, its, econo- its, it's economy is growing. It's still in some places, at least for the people who are, you know, natives there and residents there for that have been uh, are having a difficult time when it comes to acquiring jobs and careers and moving up. It's just, it's, and not, not the whole population, but a lot of them in certain cities, especially around like Charlotte, it, it's, it, it's different, but it's growing though. They say it's a little, it's the next little, little Atlanta. So maybe shit's changed, but not that much. Um, gentrification is hard out there, hard body, but North Carolina, like I said, is very bad when it comes to dealing with the legal system, even to the point where. We can get into how they were fucking around this story and how they were fucking around on the family this whole time. So after that situation, which is already fucked up within itself, showing all that, North Carolina and there there are this Fred's mother has been fighting for her information, has been fighting to to receive all she needed to present her son's life the way that it needed to be shown. This these these sheriff's departments and these and these uh these county courts and stuff, they just did not they were not providing any 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 assistance, no contact, no anything. She had been bothering everybody to to find out what was going on. 
all that the officers, all that they provided her with a, with an attorney present. She she lured up with attorney Crump. You know, you see him at every civil rights type of situation at this point. He's at all of these at this point. He, he she lured up with him. And even with even with him representing her, all she had seen up to six months, up to past beyond long beyond six months, all she had seen was a twenty second clip of one body cam video. No, 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 no. I lied. After Fred's mother had to wait well over six months before getting responses or or receiving any sort of correspondence about her son's case. They have covered up this information. They would not reach for the, there were reports from at least at the from what I've seen at least six months with the uh, after that situation that they were not they were not telling her things they they didn't provide any information it was alleged that the uh all the cameras in the church worked except for one camera and it was one that had a key angle that could have helped tell the story apparently it was at that back entrance or at that at that back that back entryway i don't think that's a fucking coincidence at all at the fuck all they withheld all the body cam in, uh all the body cam videos they withheld all the information all the evidence that they had all the testimony they had they withheld um oh and bitch ass hill he was in he was of course he was not in uniform he was in plain clothes he was in plain clothes they walked across each other a couple times some of the witnesses said Fred just turned 18, y'all. He had just graduated high school. He was playing football. He was doing his thing. They said he was a good dude, a yes sir, no sir, yes ma'am, no ma'am type of cat. And being that they were in North Carolina, I'm not surprised by that. Hearing the, hearing all these people talk about him, he seemed like he was a real real little light to the community and you saw like i said he sacrificed himself he was shield it some reports saying that he he shielded the young boy you know when he was shot i'm so i'm i'm so tired of seeing this type of shit i'm so tired of seeing these situations i'm so tired of reading these stories i'm so tired of having to hear these names i'm so tired of having to learn the, this information i'm so tired of having to research this like and I hate to say that because, I mean, I love sharing this information with y'all because we all need to know. But I'm so tired of this being the fucking topic, bro. Like, and this is out of my backyard. Like, this is back home in North Carolina. It's just. It's just. It's more than heartbreaking, man. Like. And it's usually the good ones that get taken out by this bullshit, bro. He seemed like he was a genuinely good dude. And of course people talk up the dead, but from what I've seen, it didn't look like, it didn't seem fabricated. His parents are hurt, they are stunned. His, they are just, they're just, they have no answers. They, there were a lot of 
questions thrown at them that they should be able to answer. They, they For the first six months, eight months, they didn't know what to tell you. It got to the point where they were telling reporters, you know, every question that you have, we still have. Because they were not being the they weren't telling them anything. Law enforcement out there weren't telling telling them anything. And I'd love to go on my stories of, you know, instances out there that like it's an isolated incident or that it's a, even a southern issue. But I think it's important. I just want to take a minute to say I think it's important to get away from that mentality because it's all over the United States. It's all over the world, really. But when it comes to our issue, it's all over the United States. If we keep pushing it down to it's the South, it, that's that's intentional. That sort of isolation, that separation there, that 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 subconscious divide right there. We don't even need to mention that no more. But. North Carolina is particularly bad with this situation. And you can tell now because I'm sure some of y'all didn't even know about this story. Didn't hear about it. It just kind of fell under the wind. This happened last November. It's almost been a year since he's been taken. November 8th, 2020. Fred was taken from us by a bitch-ass cop that didn't know how to do his job. Or maybe he did. However you want to look at it. I'm tired of this being our reality. I'm tired of having to withhold this chaotic rage of just bottling, bottling your anger up and your frustration, bro. Like, it's just some of us have more volatile natures, bro. Like me, I grew up fighting. Like It's like I still sometimes get an itch for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still sometimes like I. I be knowing I have to like get my frustrations off in that particular way. I haven't hit anyone in a long time. And it's like, I'm proud of that. Cause it's like, I've grown, but at the same time, like there have been moments where I really had to take a legitimate pause and just breathe in front of them. Just breathe. Cause I'm like, bro, who you making the old form come up and it's, it's not going to be good for nobody around here. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's just like, This I these moments kind of further drive that for me in particular, but I'm almost certain that it does for other people, other people who don't have at the moment the right sense of control to stop themselves. And the, and the problem is they decide to retaliate. They going to be made the monster. Instead of the fucker that's getting away with murder. The grand jury in North Carolina decided that or ruled that there should be no charges brought towards bitch ass Hill with this evidence that's supposed to be provided to them. North Carolina has a fucked up way of even handling the, the, the jury, the grand jury process. They have 18 people in there. It's like the most anonymous shit ever. They don't let the prosecutors in there or the district attorneys in there to 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 present the fucking information to them. <laughs> They're kind of just basically read the information to them. The 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 prosecutor or whatever, they 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 write up what they want, they write up what happened, they type it up, 
and give it to somebody else to basically just kind of present it to them. They're not allowed in there. You don't know who the grand jury is. Nobody really even sees them. I think the defense might be in there. I don't I don't know. But no, no, no. I, I had them mistaken. Look, <laughs> I already know what the demographic of that was and the rationale behind why the fuck they came to that stupid-ass conclusion. <laughs> because the motherfuckers in North Carolina do not think if they're the pasty kind. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> they do not. They don't. They do not. When it comes to these issues, you're talking about a an officer. You're talking about an officer that was in danger trying to do his job. That is how they see it. <laughs> that is how they saw that. The humanity of the man who was murdered, saving a child in a church at a funeral who was unarmed and running away from the murderer. <laughs> Lost his humanity due to his skin behind the veil of a badge. <laughs> like, oh my God. Oh, my bad. I'm not making light of the situation. It was kind of like one of those, like, I had to laugh that off because I was so mad. Like, th this is, this is really, oh shit. This is really driving me mad. Like, it's driving me upset. It, it, insane. It's driving me insane. The family recently, I think on the 12th, had put in a lawsuit against the uh, Davidson County Sheriff's Department or Sheriff's Office because, because, basically, because of this miscarriage of the law. They love to say that, but never point it out when it's actually valid. Yeah, this miscarriage of law just took place because, you know, North Carolina. Listen, North Carolina has a lot of fucking just fucked up law. Listen, if you don't believe me, like look up the law. They have laws against cheating They're They try to control marriages. Look it up. I'll make it easy for you. You don't have to get into the criminal shit. Look that part up. There's literally North Carolina literally has a law is I think it's the only state or one of the few is if there are others. I don't know, but there's literally a law that if you are married, by married to somebody, <laughs> look it up. If you are married to somebody, there are consequences for cheating, and I'll let you find out what those are. Go ahead. We'll talk about it next time. <laughs> oh, my God. Next time's going to be a while, though. So, yeah, it, but it's, it's, it's so unfortunate to understand the reality that these people have made safe havens to allow these sort of vile and just vile and foul acts to continue to happen and for them to have some sort of scapegoat or some sort of some sort of avenue for them to just claim it's an isolated incident or to just claim that it's just something that happens or to just kind of just mull over it. A lot of again, a lot of y'all probably didn't even know about this story. Fred Cox died. I haven't heard him not really brought up not once. <coughs> All these Black Lives Matter uh protests that's been going on, all these different uh, businesses throwing up different information, acting like they care about black people. All these fucking uh, ads and shows and movies that they are implementing, all, where you hear everybody else's name. And I'm not doubt. I'm not doubting them for those acts. You know what I'm saying? If they're spreading awareness, they're spreading awareness. I'm just saying all the the opportunities we should have seen his name pop up. He we should have seen like something brought up. 
It happened in the middle of the pan in in in, in the middle of the pandemic, when this shit was a hot topic, when it was a height news, <clears throat> when it was at the height of news, and some of y'all are just now hearing the name Fred Cox. I don't know. Listen, I'm trying to tell y'all, North Carolina is pretty fucked up, and they do the the. The thing they got most masterful about it is they were good at hiding that shit. They were good at making sure. I don't know why. I don't know what it is, but a lot of the shit that they get away with, like internally, they just, I mean, now it's just bad because of social media, but they have the shit I tell about how North Carolina really is. I be seeing how shocked motherfuckers getting. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? Like, yeah, that's just how it is. There are other places that are worse. That's it's look. Spread awareness on Fred's story. Just share share his name, share his story, his case, what's going on. Um, I'm going to be posting on my IG. So, you know, hit it up at Hefe's house so you can share that. If, you, if that's the bare minimum effort you want to give, I don't even care. Do As long as you do it, go just share his story. Learn about his story. Go, go look up what he's what he's going or what is going on with his family. Go look up what happened. Go look up the evidence. If you want to draw your own conclusion, I want you to draw your own conclusion. Actually, like, go look at everything, and then share the information that you've that you've get received. Because he deserves to be brought up in these conversations. His shit shouldn't drown out to where his mother doesn't ever get the answers that she deserves. They don't ever get the peace that they deserve. North Carolina is still playing with them. They are still playing with these people and this information. She don't have the peace of knowing just the last moments of her child's life. Come on, man. That shit ain't right. That shit's not cool. That's just not right. We need we need to we need to do something about that. So again, target Guilford County, target Davidson County, target David Davidson County Sheriff Department or Sheriff's Office, whichever the fuck, and definitely target that motherfucking bitch ass Hill, motherfucking bitch ass Michael ass Shane ass Hill, Michael Shane Hill, yo bitch ass. I listen. I know we're not supposed to speak like evil and. You know, curse people and all that type of shit. But fuck all of that. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn. I hope you get raped by every demon that hell can hold. I hope that every time that you cry, it feels like lava running out of your motherfucking eyes. I hope that everything you eat tastes like fucking blood and everything that you drink tastes like piss. I hope that while you are down there, Stewing in the juices and the pus that is your existence, that your nose never sees the peace of not being clogged with burning ash as it flows into your lungs and burns everything inside. I hate you, bro. Like, I really, I really don't, I don't want peace for you for like a few life cycles, honestly. I want the next iteration of you to also suffer and never know why like die not knowing why and then the one after that I want them to kind of get close but never find the answer and you know what the one after that 
I'm going to leave that one to fate. That was I'm going to leave to fate. But yeah, as far as you go, that's 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 what I want for you, Shane. That's what I want for you, Shaney Poo. Michael Shane, bitch ass Hill. Yeah. Fuck you, dude. But yeah, I'm done with that. <clears throat> I'm off that. Gonna move on. Gonna get get on in this love seat now. Why don't you have a seat? No, I just need to get home. I- I'm not doing the show. Go ahead and take a seat. But I'm not gonna do this. Take a seat right over there. What are you doing here? All right, y'all. So this love seat is gonna be kind of like this goddamn episode, man. We really dug into some shit. At least I think so. You know, I'm long-winded as a motherfucker. This shit, damn, this shit almost. Well, there's a good reason why it's this long, and I'm going to get to it. Anyways, y'all, what I want to talk about this week is to dig deeper, to go further, to go harder. I want to try to motivate you to just push a little bit more. It's perfect on this Wednesday. You know what I'm saying? It's hump day, tomorrow, Friday, Junior, and then it's Friday out here. You dig what I'm saying? But for real, I need you to take the time and and just really, really check in with yourself, figure out, OK, how do we trim the fat? How do we get lean real quick so we can really do, you know, get mean real quick? And just and really just push, you know, push and drive and continue to continue to move. You know what I'm saying? It may I know it's hard. I know, you know, something's ailing you. I know there's 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 stress. I know you're anxious. I know you're worried. You know what I'm saying? I know you may be scared. You know what I'm saying? You might be 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 afraid of what's to come, but don't. That's nothing to be afraid of, man. Push through that shit. Dig deeper and make that shit happen, bro. I don't care what just slapped you in the face. You know what I'm saying? You might have to step back and calculate like, okay, how do I move around this bitch? Or how do I move over this bitch, under this bitch, or through this bitch? Either way, you can get through it. Just don't. Don't let it stop you from digging deep and, and, and finding within yourself what you need to get through it. That's all. That's that's what I want to pass on to you on this one is, you know, you have what it takes. You you're here for a reason. There's a purpose for you and you have what it takes to make that shit happen. I know that sounds cliche. I know you tired of hearing movies say that type of shit, but it's true. It's the reason that message keeps coming up is because people are trying to encourage you in their own way to do that. That's why most motivational speakers say something along the lines of that is because there's a truth to that power. You know what I'm saying? Most of our love seat topics are mindset adjustments. Shit, all of them pretty much. I mean, we checking in with our chickens when we do that, you know? We got to do that. How you going to have a whole flock and you ain't check your whole chicken? Like, you know what I'm saying? You got you to gotta do... You got to do that. But on this one, man, for real, I, I just want to motivate you to keep going, to keep pushing, keep grinding, keep hustling. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing to a stepper. I don't care what it is. You can get over that shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if it's a rejection. If it's a job turned you down, fuck it. I ain't need them anyway. They don't know what they missing. That's what you need to say every time. It don't matter, my nigga. It don't fucking matter. You You know what I'm saying? You may not have got into the school you wanted to this time. It's all right, my G. It's all good, my nigga. Most people don't. Most fucking people don't. And you know what? They realize afterwards, nigga, I really didn't need to go to this school in the first fucking place. 
You know what I'm saying? So honestly, bro, don't sweat that shit. And if you still end up going to school, be proud of that motherfucker, man. Make it your space. You know what I'm saying? Have a good time. There's always there's always a way to flip that hoe. Um, you know what I'm saying? A lady friend or, you know what I'm saying, yo, yo man, yo man boo might have might have might have said no. You know what I'm saying? That's all right. You still fine in the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Go stand in that mirror, jiggle a little bit. You'll be good. Get the fuck out there. Get to wiggling, motherfucker. You, you, you all right. You know what I'm saying? But for real, if you feeling feeling a little set back by what might have came by, whether it's your goals, whether it's your love life, whether it's your, you know, your progress, just your personal progress, whatever it is, man, just you good. You good. Just just take a moment to sit back, see what see what the kinks are. If you in grind mode, set set it aside and look what the kinks are. Be like, oh. You know, once you analyze that, switch the game up a little bit, get back to grinding, and watch how it smooths out. You know what I'm saying? It's going to happen, I promise you. I wouldn't say it if I ain't live it. I'm going to tell you that right now. That's all I ever speak. If I ain't lived it, I ain't, mm-mm. I don't speak on it for real. But all right, yeah, that's it for the love seat, y'all. We're going to move forward. All right, man. It's been fun. It's been real. I don't want to burst y'all's bubble with this, but I got an announcement. We we taking a hiatus for a little bit. We taking a we taking a break. Uh, we ran into into some blessings that we need to make sure go well so that we can help the show turn turn out the way we need to. So I have a lot of exciting things coming. I have a lot in the works. That's exactly part of what this this hiatus and this break is for. That's a major major part of it. So. I'll be giving details on that very soon. Uh, be looking out for that. If you want to be a part of that journey, if you want to see um, basically what's to come, you'll be able to you'll you'll be able to find that. Check me out at Hefe's House on IG. You'll find you'll 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 be seeing the announcements coming over the next few weeks of what's to come. Um, it's a lot of exciting things, a lot of exciting progression. So check me out on there. Follow me on there. And just and uh, just keep interacting with me. I'll be answering questions here in a bit. We're still moving forward with the book club stuff while away, so don't worry. Actually, what I'm gonna ask of y'all, go ahead and do y'all best if you can. To which I know you can. Not challenging y'all at all. It's not that hard. We're gonna go ahead and start out with the first two 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 chapters of Between the World and Me. So go ahead and knock those out for me, and we're gonna talk on a Tuesday. Yeah, we're talking next Tuesday giving it about 6 p.m. So we're going to holler at you then. I'll make an announcement to make sure everybody sees it again. Check me out at Hefe's house. And while I'm away, send me some love, man. If you got some thoughts you want to get off, some stuff you might want to see when this season pops back on, or, you know what I'm saying, we get in our next season, let us, you know, let me know what you might want to see, some topics you want to cover, some people you want highlighted, anything, some black businesses you want to lob, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm taking critiques, too. If you don't like the show, but somehow you made it this far, my nigga, I don't know why you still here, but, you know, whole why is you here, but I'm glad you made it, nigga. Send me your critiques, too, my nigga. Like, I, you know, we could talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Don't get disrespectful. We could square up, but, you know what I'm saying? What's up? I'm joking. Not really, though. Um, But, yeah, man, that's, that's, that's what's going down. So I'm excited to share this story with y'all. Keep an eye out for me. You know I'm coming back. Uh, we got some exciting things on the way, some upgrades that you definitely need to see. So let me get down on that. I'll be back for you. Don't worry. You'll see me again. So 
hate to part this way, but Lutta will be back for it. While I'm gone, make sure you hit my email up too. Hefeshouse at gmail.com. J-E-F-E-S-H-O-U-S-E at gmail.com. You know what it is. All right. Hate to see y'all leave, man. But I love seeing you come the fuck back. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't having that. So, I'll holler at y'all when I holler at y'all, man. Y'all be easy, be safe. I'll be looking out. Take care. But I guess dealing with stress comes with the territory But I ain't gonna let it take me out Shit, I'ma catch the glory and live to tell my story I ain't dealing with it the next day Or the next day Or the next day Or the next I ain't dealing with it the next day Or the next day Cause today the best day to deal with that stress Fuck dealing with it the next day Or the next day Or the next day